Welcome to Sex Tech Talk, where we talk about sex, technology, and the ever-growing sex tech industry. I'm your host, Michelle, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sex Tech Talk. I'm Michelle, and in today's episode, I interview Vanessa Schaefer. She is the founder of the Female Pleasure Society. So we had a couple technical difficulties today, so her introduction got cut off during the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and give her an introduction now before we get started. So Vanessa is passionate about the most exciting digital opportunity, NFTs. And if you don't know what those are, she does an excellent job of explaining those during today's episode. So don't worry if you're like, what is an NFT? I have no idea what this is. She explains it really easily for us. So she's the founder of the Female Pleasure Society, which is a collection of NFTs to celebrate women and their sexual freedom. So the NFTs are designed by women to benefit other women. It's a mission for female empowerment to celebrate an independent, free, and self-fulfilling life. So they're building the first female health brand in Web3 by giving their community access to a new science-based natural supplement for female health. So it's a supplement, it sounds amazing, it's for female health, well-being, and pleasure. So in addition, they're showing women how easy it is to get into the NFT space and take advantage of the biggest, most incredible digital opportunity the world has ever seen. So that's from Vanessa's bio. So she explains Web3, NFTs, all about her company, the Female Pleasure Society. She talks about the natural supplement they're creating. It sounds really great for women's health. And we talk a little bit about how women are typically underrepresented in the health space and in research. So there's a lot of great stuff in today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Um, they can like think of the NFT um, as a membership card to our company. So you were about to explain a little bit about what NFTs are. And you're saying they're like a membership card. And if you could just explain, because I'm brand new to all of this, like I tried to Google like what is an NFT and I got like some really big words about it. So if you could break it down for us a little bit, that would be really helpful. Yes, of course. So um, the NFT is non-fungible token and it's a... Um, for us, it's a it's a really it's a membership card because there are only five hundred NFTs uh, which we will give out, and um, if you own an NFT, you have special rights. Um, and for us, it's like getting the product five years um, for free, as well as voting rights for major decisions in the company, but also ownership, which means that owning this NFT, you get also the success participation. Um, uh, in the company and um, you are an early believer because you're only like under the one or out of 500 NFT owners. So um, you really build the company with us um, and that's um, how it how it works. And it's um, like it's, there are only 500 NFTs and one NFT is not the, it's not the same as the other. So it's really unique and special and therefore you can also sell it if you want to. Um, and um, there are only, as I said, only 500 NFTs, which we will give out. Okay, that's really cool. And like for your company, the NFTs are pieces of artwork, right? Yes, we, we use a PFP, so everyone can use it as their avatar or as their profile picture. 
and um, it's we we focused on women, and therefore we made them really joyful, but also strong. So they represent our mission and our goal for the company. So um, that's that's why we chose a PFP um, instead of just a I don't know just a membership card or something. So we really want to um, show um, women what they can be and what they should be in terms of sexual owning their sexuality. That is so cool. And so like for other companies, like when they give out an M- when you buy or buy into an NFT, like do they give out like codes or membership cards or it's not always artwork, right? No, it's not always. It, it started a little bit, the hype about, about NFT started with artwork because it, 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 it get, the, the artists could get like um, um, royalties when, when selling the NFT. Like when I buy an NFT from an artist and I sell them on the secondary market, then the artist gets royalties. And that was kind of yeah. new because normally a, when you sell a, a picture um, that you draw, drew, um, then you, you, then you, you wouldn't go, get uh, some kind of benefits when the owner of the picture now sells the picture again, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So um, that's, that's also what, what makes it so unique with NFTs that like the owner of the picture or of the art um, really gets like royalties and, and, and financial benefits with the sell of the, of the art. So wow. that's how, that's how the NFT, um, the NFT hype <laughs> started last year. And that's when we saw, okay, well, that's cool for artists, but can we use the technology differently to build like real businesses? Because um, I think it's great to support artists and, and um, the, the, the hype started with the apes, right? With the, yeah. like everyone um, wanted to have an ape because they were like so uh, impressive and, um, and, and, and financially valuable, but there was nothing behind it. So therefore yeah. we said, okay, you have to connect this great technology with utility. With, it's something that the holders can really benefit from. And um, as well as we saw that there are so few women in the space, which is yeah. like always like that, but it's horrible. Um, so uh, we said, okay, uh, if, we, if we want to launch an NFT project, we have to um, focus on women and um, getting more women into the space, which is also a mission uh, of mine and of our of Female Pleasure Society, that we have like a female-led, female-focused project, um, which they can identify themselves with it and um, therefore join the technology, join the web, join the web free space, and um, yeah, finally fell in love with the space, <laughs> maybe in the end. <laughs> yes, that is so cool. I love all of that. So I have a question about Web3. Okay, so I've heard of Web3, but I don't really know exactly what it is. Could you tell me a little bit, like, what is Web3? Yes. So um, there was Web1, which was when the internet started, which which was only read. So you could access websites, but you could could only read them. Like, um, you could only read blogs or read websites and menus of restaurants and stuff like that. So that's how the internet started. That was web one. So web two is read and write. So it's the beginning of social media when uh, Facebook and Instagram came on and and you could have um, getting your own Instagram account and could write blogs and participate in the, in the internet. Um, and that's what, where we are right now, I think. Um, I believe that 
I, hopefully we are at, at 2.5, but I'm not sure. So um, therefore now is web two. And um, web three is um, read, write and own. So that's oh. like um, an own, having an ownership of um, something with NFTs, for example. Um, so um, that's how we want to build our company, that our community is a owner in our company, um, that they can participate in major decisions, that they get in the end the success participation, for example. So um, and that, that, that is, it's transparent on the blockchain that everyone sees, okay, I own something in this company or I am a part of uh, this NFT project. Or I'm I am I'm I'm a I'm a member of this club, <laughs> and it's yeah. open on the blockchain. So um, that's and and I think Web three is so much we don't we we're not aware of right now. So like metaverse, um, <laughs> so many buzzwords as well. Um, so um, it would like um, yeah the, the the one hour LinkedIn Live wouldn't be enough. So <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's big, and I think we we are not aware of those those many technologies which will come in the future. Right. I know it's hard to imagine like what could be next, you know, but it's, yes. it's really cool to see. Yeah. So you explained that so well. Like I've, you know, I thought it was like this really complicated thing that I'd never understand. But yeah, that's totally, I get it now. I understand it. Good job, Vanessa. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> so, okay. So for the Female Pleasure Society, I think I saw prices. Like if I wanted to buy an NFT, how much would it be for your company? So it would be 299 um, US dollars. Um, so um, therefore you get like a value of 1,500 uh, uh, US dollar in product allowances. Um, so um, and this amazing. is only the start. So yeah, for, like, for $300 you get, you said you get five years of product? Yes, every quarter. Um, wow. For free. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to be part of a company. You get to make decisions like that's a very affordable buy in that I think most people wouldn't think they could be part of a company for that amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the greatest, uh, the greatest thing about the NFT technology. So um, to help like have the first believers in your company join it and like make decisions about it and build the company in the end with you. Yeah. And that is so cool because that's who you want involved. You want the people who are interested in your product, who are interested in your niche or your market. Like those are the people you want to be part of your company. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, yeah. 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 Because how often do companies have people working for them who really aren't, you know, invested in their mission or really aren't that interested? You know, they're just there for like, you know, just there for a job and they don't really care about the decisions that are being made. But if you're investing in this and you're really interested in the product, then you care about the outcome and you want to be part of the community. Yes, Michelle. And that was so um, important what you just said that, that I think they, uh, the first believer of the 500 NFTs or the first community members, they are in the end, your not employees, that's wrong, but your ambassadors. So they will spread the word because they believe in your mission and therefore they will, it, it, it's a multiplicator and, and, and they spread the word. They are an ambassador of your company, of your project because they believe in it. Um, and therefore it, your company will grow. And I think I believe, I strongly believe in that community aspect. And I think more companies should, um, yeah, believe in this and should empower this, this way of um, growing and building a company. 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like you are just like on the cutting edge of what's to come. I could see more and more companies doing this because it's a great way to get people to invest in your company. And then you attract those people who really care about your mission and, you know, are, you know, in the same niche as you. Yes, and especially sexual wellness companies. And for us, it's, 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 it's a great way to communicate with our community because um, sex, sexual, sexuality topics are really special and, and, and you don't want to maybe talk about it openly and therefore we create a safe space in, in, in our Discord, which is like, I call it like a Facebook group. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But a, so um, um, where everyone can ask questions, where we have our sexual advisor, Paula, she's a sexual therapist and she answers every question uh, our community has and we do Twitter spaces with her and um, I think that's also a great way to um, maybe break some barriers around um, sexual wellness or sexual health, um, which we obviously want to want to tackle as well because there are many taboos around it. Um, yeah. So, do you uh, have to own an NFT to be a part of the Discord community? No, not at all. No. Um, we w welcome everyone, and um, because we haven't launched yet, we will be launching our NFTs uh, on the 16th of November, so in three weeks, and we are really exciting right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, right now, the Discord is open, and it will be open um, uh, for everyone. Um, you only have like some perks, like the product and the voting rights, when you own the NFT. So. Um, yeah. But nevertheless, we will open everyone to participate in the communication and uh, education of female health. That's great. So maybe we can, after the event's over, you can send me a link to the Discord group and I can post it um, on my page or in the event or the comment section of the event. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I would yeah. love that. I mean, I definitely want to join. So I'm sure other people <laughs> would be really interested in joining as well. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, I would do that. Awesome. So what made you interested in sexual wellness and female pleasure? Like, how did this idea come about that you wanted to create supplements and something for women? Um, so the idea of um, supplements or like female health came into mind like a couple of years ago when I um, personally had some issues with my hormonal imbalance. Um, and I had a roommate who was a pharmacist and he was like, hey, take some vitamins and they will help. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And then I took them and then it, it, they really helped me. And I saw every, everywhere that supplements had like a bad reputation. Um, they are like pills and capsules and, and like kind of a drug and no one, one wanted to take them. But for me, they helped and I didn't get like, why, did, why don't you take it if it, it helps you? And that's when I um, founded my first startup, CareFuel, where we um, took it to the to another level and created a liquid form for supplements, so that like the experience of eating or of of, of drinking the supplement in the end is, is more is better, and not just like swallowing a pill or um, or having a some powder which is not that great and. Therefore, we developed the liquid and um, said we have to like. Um, to break taboos around supplements as well. <laughs> yeah. And um, then I came across some studies around libido loss in women and that many women suffer from it and that it's a, such a taboo topic. And everyone talks about Viagra for, for men, but no one talks about something for women. And I saw right. some studies about um, vitamin D and maca and ginseng and that they help um, 
women, especially with mood swings, but also with um, libido loss. And I think those two um, challenges in, in, in women's lives are always connected. Like if you're, if you're happy and bad, you're happy with your, with your mental health <laughs> right. and the other way around. <laughs> So therefore, I was like, okay, I have to create a supplement um, for women who suffer from that, um, and that's that's how I um, started. And then I saw a lot of like um, talking behind the hand or um, talking behind closed doors, and no one wanted to like talk about those issues. And I hate that. <laughs> and therefore, right. I said, okay, we have to do something about it. And I think Web three is a great. Um, great way to talk about those, those those things and be the first and um, yeah be a leader in in, in Web three and also break the rules around sexuality because um, we have to and uh, therefore we here <laughs> and that's uh, that's a long story but in the end yeah I ended up here with some um, yeah uh, turns and twists and <laughs> like it always is. <laughs> I know, but isn't that how the journey goes? Like you start out with one thing and then it leads you to something else and then something else and that's how you get to where you are, you know? Like one yeah. interesting <laughs> thing leads you somewhere else. And that's, I love sex tech. And I think your company is a perfect example when people ask like, what is sex tech? You know, and it's a great example of combining sexuality and technology, you know, and making lives better for people. And people are so hush-hush talking about sex and, you know, we're even censored a lot on the internet and on social media. So I think it's really great that you're bringing this to the forefront and just making it not so taboo to talk about. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I think it's so important. And I think we need more of that and we need big companies to join because when I mm -hmm. see that we cannot do like marketing uh, on Facebook or Instagram uh, because we are blocked or Twitter ads um, is also blocked. Um, I, I've, I I think a lot about that and I think it's, it's horrible because yeah. it's, 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 it's something we have to talk about and it's something we have to break the rules around it. And um, we need big players also to like um, get the word out there. Yeah. And I think the double standard too, because I think I read somewhere that like they don't like Facebook and Instagram don't censor like men's sexual health ads like Viagra and things like that, but they do censor anything around female pleasure. So I yes. think that's, you know, of course that's yeah. super annoying <laughs> that happens. Yeah. So, and I remember yeah. when we, when we first talked about supplements, we talked about like the experience of a supplement. And I think I told you about how like I always buy children's vitamins because like I won't like I won't swallow a pill like for a vitamin. Like I'll never remember to do it. I won't want to do it. But if I buy the kids vitamins that taste delicious, it's like an experience. Like I'm, you know, taking the vitamins and I'm, you know, enjoying something. And so your product, it's, it's a drink, right? Yes, it's a drink. You have like 50 milliliter and then you power it in 300 milliliter water and then you can put ice, um, put ice cube in, inside or whatever you want to. Um, so yes, yeah, you can drink it. Yes, I can totally imagine like ice cubes and like a little lime or lemon, like making it a really enjoyable experience for taking vitamins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And what, yeah. what flavors do you have available? So we have orange, lemon, rosemary. That's one flavor, and that's kind of the favorite of the community, actually, because we um, we had like a free trial package for our community um, with three three different tastes, and they decide on the final taste. 
uh, even before the mint, uh, before we gave out the NFT. So that was really important for us. So um, the favorite is orange, lemon, rosemary. Um, and we have lemon, balm, rosemary, which is the other um, flavor. And then the third one is mint, lemon, balm, orange. So they are kind of um, similar, but actually a little bit different. <laughs> so um, my flavor, my favorite flavor is actually also orange, lemon, rosemary. Um, so we see how the voting goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so are you going to release like multiple flavors or just one to start with? Uh, one to start with and then we see how it goes. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait. This is so exciting. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. So I wanted to ask you a little bit more about like the sex tech industry. Um, so what are some things like some challenges you think that people in the sex tech industry face? Like what challenges have you faced? Like we talked a little bit about marketing um, and some things being taboo. So what challenges have you come across? Yes, of course, it's definitely um, the marketing aspect, but also sometimes the taboo topic, um, which comes with the marketing. Um, but it's it, you always, like, not always, but many people smile at you and say, okay, what is this? Or <laughs> especially in the SD Web3 space where everything is really male-dominated mm -hmm. um, and um, there are not many women in the space. Therefore, Sometimes it's not it's not taken seriously, um, and yeah. I can I can I can wrap my head around that, but <laughs> I hate it. So therefore, we go like on conferences and wear some pink suits, um, which we <laughs> yes, will, like, I've seen pictures. I love the <laughs> outfits you guys wear out. They're so cool. Yeah, that's kind of a, a different strategy for our marketing as well because uh, we cannot do social media ads. Okay, then we have to go offline and, and do some guerrilla marketing uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, and therefore, we came up with the idea to wear some suits. And I'm really proud of my co-founder, Cornelius, who also wears a pink suit with vibrators and condoms. And that's really, <laughs> really great. <laughs> yes, um, I love it. So um, that's that's what we do, and that's that's how, how challenging it is to be in that industry. But I think um, I cannot imagine how it was ten years ago, um, mm -hmm. uh, because nowadays it's it's okay to talk about it, and you you're not getting blocked when you talk about sexuality. Um, but it's still a long way to go, um, and we see that we are in the niche um, because. Um, everyone has sex, but no one talks about it. So, right. um, <laughs> therefore, it's still a need. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it, it, sometimes it sucks to be the first, but then it's like, okay, we have to do it and let's be an innovator and that's, um, let's do something about it because I think some days it will be better. And, yeah, in, we need to work on that to, to achieve that. Definitely. And I think you're introducing more women to the space, you know, because like for me personally, like I never really knew about NFTs or Web3 or anything, but I do know about sexual wellness and that's something I'm interested in. And women are have always been so underrepresented in technology in the tech space. It's always been like a boys club and now more and more women are getting into it. And the same, I think, you know, with like crypto and everything else, like it's a very male dominated area. And I think doing things like this can introduce more women to the space. 
Yes, that's what we're hoping. And then that's what we're seeing as well. Um, so um, therefore, a utility or a woman-focused utility behind the NFT is is great, and and the vision which which or where where women can identify themselves with it is, is also a really really important. And I hope we can have a lot of women joining us on the along the way. Yes, I hope so too. I'm really excited to see like where it goes. I'm excited to follow your journey. Thank you, Michelle. That means yeah. a lot to us. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, so, okay, back to sex tech. So where do you see the future of sex tech going? Like, do you see um, the industry growing even more than it already has? Because it's grown like crazy over the last couple of years. Do you see more, like, what kind of jobs do you see becoming available? Like, if you had to guess, like, what's your forecast for this industry? Oh wow, that's a good one. Um, so I I see a lot of brands coming in 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 this not not only with three but in like in general um, coming up and um, and 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 spreading the word around sexual health, sexual wellness, and I think that's that's awesome. We need more of that. Um, but I see also when I talk with other female or other founders in in the sex tech industry, um, they have faced the same, same challenges as we do. Um, so therefore, we we I, I think we are really that, that that that's what I love about especially sex tech because there is everyone is like oh I can help you with that or oh I, ha I have um, some PR contact con contact here and um, or let's collaborate and let's mm -hmm. join forces and I think that's great because we have like we are all in a niche and there is no elbows or or bad wishes or something. So everyone's <laughs> yes. really nice and everyone wants to wants to help and um collaborate in the end. And that's 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 really that's really nice. And I hope that that will like continue forever or at least for an, another another years. Um because we have to work together in order to achieve like breaking taboos around it and achieve that more and more women or more and more people join um the, the talks about sexual health because it's so important and it's, yeah. it's, it's it's really important to educate people as well we see a lot of questions where people don't really know about sexual health or sexual awareness and and um also about like libido loss um uh, that they, that it can um happen during your hormonal imbalances or during your cycle stages so i think that's also really important that we have more education on that end so I hope it, it will be a more open, more educational space in, in, in hopefully a few months. Yes. <laughs> but, um, I, I think it's more some years, but um, that's, when I, that's what I hope and that's what I wish for the sex tech industry. Yes, I think that's wonderful. And I've just, I've met so many cool people in this space. And like you said, like, you know, like people aren't competitive and trying to shut other people down. Like everybody that I've met has been like trying to help other people, like trying to like build awareness of other businesses and like, you know, like connecting with each other. And I've just, I've never experienced like the amount of friendliness that I have in this industry. It's so cool to see everybody collaborating Yes, right. That's really awesome. I love that. Um, and um, yeah, that yeah, I totally agree with you. I love that about the sex tech industry. And I know I don't know if it if it's different in other or if it's the same in other industries, but um, I feel like it's the it's the it's the challenge of the industry and 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 being a niche and being like 
sometimes smiled at and says, okay, what is this? Um, and therefore we, we, we stick together. And I think that's, that's awesome. Right. And I think, you know, like as, you know, collective group women, we've realized how underrepresented we've been in healthcare and, you know, and in the data research and everything else. And like now there's so many great products coming out that can make a big difference for us. You know, and I could see your product going hand in hand with a lot of other products. Like somebody had just told me about um, a company where they do, um, they're creating at-home saliva testing to test your hormones. So like you wouldn't have to go to a doctor and like go to a lab and get like a whole blood panel done to test your hormones. You could do it at home with a saliva test, you know. And then if you're taking a supplement that helps you balance your hormones, you know, I can see different technology working hand in hand like that. Oh, I love that. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And especially the female health area is, is so underrepresented, especially with the gender medicine, where like the, ma the male body was always um, taking into account with um, in terms of medicine or um, studies in general. So yeah. um, every study base is based on a male body and we are totally different women have uh, have hormones and um in a, in a totally different cycle than men and um therefore we need to we need to focus on more women companies women health projects um so i think that's that's really awesome yeah definitely and you know sharing education i mean i'm 36 years old and i just now learned about the anatomy of the clitoris Like how it's not just one tiny part of your body, you know, it's like, it's bigger than that. And, you know, so I'm educating myself on a lot of sexual wellness topics now and like things that I was never, ever taught before, you know, like, you know, basically my sex education in school was like, don't do it, you know, and that was it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so now as an adult, I'm educating myself and I hope that we can set a good example for the future generations to educate themselves and not be ashamed to talk about sexuality and just you know bring more awareness to our own bodies yes i so agree and i think that starts in in kinder kindergarten or in school at least um, yeah. to um, educate the children and, and not just like showing them a banana and a condom but um <laughs> right. but really really important uh, important topics and let them like um, ask questions without shame because it's, it's, it's it shouldn't be a shame topic so i totally agree Yeah. I mean, my, I have three children. So my oldest, he's 22. So he's an adult. Um, and then I have two little ones that are eight and five. And like no topic is off limits in our house. You know, like any questions you can ask, you know, like we use appropriate names for body parts. Like we don't call it like a wee wee. We call it a penis, you know, like we, we use yes. like proper names and there's no shame, you know, and like my kids, like, you know, they're awake and running around and listening to me talk about sexuality. And like, it's not something to be embarrassed about as much as like society will push that on you, that you should feel ashamed. You should feel embarrassed like we're trying to break that stigma at least within my household yes i love that that's so important especially it starts with some small things like body parts as you as you mentioned um that's really great and that should be like the standard for everyone yeah i totally agree i think there's just one small step you can take and you know a bigger picture so I wanted to ask you a couple of recommendations. Okay, so do you have any companies that inspire you or like that you really like have been influences on you? Like any companies like either in sex tech, sexual wellness or like the NFT and um, like crypto space? 
Um, yeah, of course. So let me think. Um, so, well, the, the pioneer in, in Germany, at least, um, in the sexual wellness, sexual health um, um, or sexual platform uh, company was uh, Amorelli. I don't know. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It was a sexual, it's, it was like Beate Use. Beate Use is a German, like it was really, it was a German offline store um, where you could buy sex toys and stuff like that. And yes. it was really shameful. No one wanted to go there. And then Amorelli um, started, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. Um, and they moved it to online and made a cool, like, a very nice experience around it and also break, broke, broke a lot of taboos around it. And they were like the pioneers in the space. Um, and um, th this is really, um, yeah, this is really some favorite company, which I'm, I'm really looking up to. And um, we have also um, one which we already collaborated. It's called Love Honey. And they... Oh, yes, um, Love Honey, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> they own the womanizer, so the sex toy. Um, yeah. And um, they are awesome because they also joined forces with um, Decentraland, that's a metaverse experience. Um, and um, they opened up a sexual wellness store in the metaverse, which was awesome. We could, we, we also, with Female Pleasure Society, we were um, part of that and um, could display an NFT and and um, people could uh, could bid on it, and it, that was that was really nice because they had like also some educational rooms where um, you could learn something about female health and sexuality, oh. and um, that's also kind of a great way to educate people because in the metaverse you're not you; you can be whoever you want to. You can yeah. like your avatar can be. George Clooney, if you want to, um, <laughs> right? So you don't have to be Vanessa Schiffer. You can be anywhere, anyone, um, and therefore you can ask anything and, and and not be ashamed if you don't want to like show where you are or who you are. Um, so that's also a great experience. The the metaverse, I think, especially for sex tech. Um, so I'm really, I'm really. Yeah, I'm really excited about what what was what is coming there. So Love Honey is, is like a kind of kind of pioneer on that side as well. Um, so I I love them and I'm really I'm really I'm I'm really rooting for them. <laughs> yes, definitely. I follow them on social media, so I love to see what they're up to. Yes, I I, I love I love Hannah, Johanna. She's the the PR and she does like all the PR for them. And she I'm I'm in 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 regularly touch points with her because um she helps a lot also with those marketing issues we have or we're facing because they, I don't know how many letters she wrote to Facebook <laughs> uh, because yeah, everyone has the same issues. Um, so they, yeah. they, are, they, are, they do really good marketing um, as well. That's awesome. Doing some of that legwork for everybody, you know, just getting those yeah. letters in there, telling people we need to be heard. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So I think this is my last question for you. So it's kind of along the same lines. Um, are there any like educational resources that you would recommend, um, like books, blogs, podcasts for anybody that's interested in, again, the same topics, either NFT um, and Web3, those spaces or sexual wellness, sex education, sex tech? Um, yeah, so um, I was listening like uh, last week to a podcast which is called Intimacy Play. Um, it's a podcast about also about um, sex topics um, 
they had a special guest, which we had also a lot, lot, two weeks ago on our YouTube live, Lina Bembe, she's a porn star. And um, she also talked about sexuality and some topic, topics about that. That's, that's really cool. interesting. I'm, I'm not sure if they are still operating because last episode is from February, but it's worth mm -hmm. to listen to the past episodes because it's okay. like, it's, it's never gets old. So um, this is a really nice podcast, which I listened to like last week. And um, yeah, we did some Twitter spaces, which are recorded and uploaded on Spotify. Um, Ooh, with Paula. Okay. With Paula, our sexual advisor. Um, so we talked about kink, for example. Um, we talked about fantasies, um, and um, she's great. She has some. She has, she's she's so awesome because she she, she tells us the topic so nicely that everyone knows um, knows about it and um, get the feeling what they what they should do or what they can do in in a part in a relationship or when you're single. And and it's really great. So you can. Uh, listen to those um, uh, Twitter spaces on Spotify. Um, and That's especially. So, cool. so for yeah. those um, like on Spotify, do I search the Female Pleasure Society? Like, is that what it's under? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Cool. And, then, and then we are, I think, the only one, I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. And so maybe like whenever we're after the event, um, I'll go over some of these resources with you and just make sure I have all the right links and stuff. And then we can share them with everybody. Yes, of course. That would be perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. Did you have another one you wanted to mention? No, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to Paula <laughs> because um, she's really great. Paula Leach. Um, she has a, a website as well. And there are also some podcasts and public pu pu publications. Is that a word? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where she publications, yeah, and where she um, also wrote some blogs or um, some articles about um, different topics around sexual therapy, sexual topics. So that's also really great, and I can share that with you um, as well because um, she really writes also for everybody to understand what she's talking about. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to share tons of links and stuff. Like my goal for this podcast is like to, you know, have the live interview, allow people to ask questions, which by the way, Anna or Nathan, Nathan's my husband, by the way, he's listening in. <laughs> so Anna. Oh, Nathan, hi, Nathan. <laughs> if either of you have questions, you can raise your hand. If you don't, that's fine. Or if you want to message us later. But my goal is to, you know, do an interview and then like have a blog post, you know, to talk about what we talked about in the interview, but then and create like something that has all the links and stuff that's easy, you know, easy to share and find everything we talked about, like once you get onto the web. So, yes, perfect. Cool. Perfect, Michelle. <laughs> yes. All right. So, do we have any questions right now, Anna or Nathan? Any questions for Vanessa? All right. If we don't have any questions, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I could chit chat with you forever. I love talking to you, Vanessa. Me too, Michelle. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you for taking time and explaining NFTs in a way that is not confusing. I thought I'd be very overwhelmed with this concept, <laughs> but like no. it totally makes sense to me now. And I love it. I'm very interested. Now I want to learn more. <laughs> awesome. That, that was my goal. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Vanessa, will you have a great day? Thanks everybody for listening and we will talk later. Yes. Thank you so much for inviting me. And thank you for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Vanessa. If you are in the sex tech space or sexual wellness space and you would like to chat with me, please send me an email or DM. I'll put all my information down in the show notes for today, and I would love to chat with you. So this podcast is all about having those conversations and introducing people to different aspects of sex tech and the sexual wellness space. So thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of the day. Bye.